Welcome to the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby and Michael Fingland is with me again, the Executive Director and CEO of Vantage Performance. Today, what stops companies seeking early intervention? We know anything is easier to fix if you catch the problem early. It works that way with your health, doesn't it? And it works that way with your business health too. So what is it that stops you? Well, Michael, we've got 10 reasons and, and some of these are the same reasons, aren't they? Why men in particular uh, don't go to the doctor early enough. Yeah, Phil, you're exactly right. And you know, we've talked about this issue before. And because, you know, at the moment, you know, the, the vast majority of, of directors are typically men, um, you know, the, a lot of these barriers, you know, do relate to those uh, specifically. And, and, and I've often said, female directors um, are usually a lot more pragmatic and don't don't sort of suffer a number of these barriers that uh, that men seem to do. So those are, and these are the first three of your 10, self-belief and overconfidence is one. Denial, another reason you don't go to the doctor, and pride and ego, uh, and another reason as well. I mean, they're all sort of very similar, aren't they? And exactly the same reason That's right. that you're just ignoring the the health of your business. Yeah, they are, they are, and they're the three big ones. You know, we've we've been running this survey for probably close on ten years now, and you know, it, it ties into the heart of what we are as an organisation and, and the big problems we're trying to solve, uh, which is the fact that only 20% of businesses actually survive in the, in the medium to long term. So we've been doing a lot of research over the years to try and work out you know, why, you know, what can what can improve the rate of success. And one of the, the big uh, questions that we've been uh, solving, and, and I say solving because you never really solve it, is is why don't directors put their hand up early enough for help? And in Australia, you know, legislation has a part to, to play in that in that in that question because of the way our legislation is is, is framed and, and we've talked on previous podcasts about the government's uh, approach to early intervention and the safe harbour uh, laws that are muted to come in next year that will play a big role because they're 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 concerned about you know insolvent trading and all the rest of it but these other big barriers you know self belief you know, a genuine self belief that they can solve the problem themselves that's yeah. that's the biggie uh, and you know. That's a very difficult one to try and crack because, and as we know, most business owners are entrepreneurs at heart, so they're very, they're very bullish and they're very glass half full, and and so that's always a really tough one to crack. So, so is it different with women yeah, then? It is, it is when it comes to denial and pride and ego, because men find it, you know, pr- the whole pride and ego thing, you know, not willing to admit that they've made a mistake, yeah. not willing to admit they need help. Yeah, that's very much a, a male-dominated issue, and so we don't tend to have. Those blockers, blockers when we when we're dealing with female directors, because they're more pragmatic, um, they're more they've got generally, and I'm stereotyping here, a bit more empathy and a bit more awareness of the collateral damage that can happen if you don't act early enough. Right. So you don't tend to have those issues when it comes to female directors. Okay, one that, give me more female directors every day. Of the week. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, look, I, one that I guess one thing that is male or female would be the same concern about what the response is going to be from the bank. You've got that as another one of those ten barriers. Yeah. One of the one of the key uh, steps to ensuring a successful turnaround is collaboration with your banker, uh, financier. It is it is fundamental to ensuring a successful turnaround. And but problem is a lot of directors are fearful that if they let the, their their financier know of the challenges that they've got, that the bank will close ranks and before they know it, they'll have a receiver appointed. But I can tell you, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, now, that is further the furthest from the truth if yeah. you engage early and and you don't hide things and you generally collaborate they will help you because they don't want to see you fail but that is a big concern and that comes in number four 
um, you know, year in year out on our survey, generally speaking, right. that, that they are afraid of, of, of talking to their bank, which which is counterproductive. Okay, and number five is a lack of awareness of turnaround solutions. I guess yeah, you just don't know what's out there. Yeah, they don't, and we hear this all the time. You know, if only we'd met you six months ago, or I didn't even know this service exists, um, and and. and <laughs> that really, really annoys us because it's such a, a wasted opportunity. And so, you know, the industry, uh, government, um, you know, accountants, lawyers, bankers, we've all got to do more to to uh, promote the awareness that, you know, it's not just blue sky or you're in, in, insolvent. There is this, um, you know, thriving industry in the middle there that that um, ensures that clients do, that do get into strife um, you know, can be restructured and, and, and put back on the right track right. and not, not go down that slippery slope. So the fact they're not aware of it, you know, that's number five on the list. So the other one is even if they do know, even if they do know that you're there, uh, they're worried about how much you're going to cost. You know, that's, <laughs> I guess that gets down to, again, gets back to this uh, you know, overconfidence. I, it's going to cost a lot of money. I can do it myself. Yeah, or, or they, it's more simplistic than that, even, Phil. They, they think, well, I can't afford to pay... Our creditors at the moment. How could I afford to pay another bill? Yeah, uh, and it ties into the lack of awareness issue. Uh, if you understand how turnaround works, you also understand that there is significant cash flow that's generated in the first hundred days, um, and and that you know typically a ten to fifteen times return on the cost of of that practitioner. So once they understand that, that that comes off the table. But it's more of a perception issue before you've actually spoken to a potential client. Right. Do they have to pay money before they realise that? Or can that sort of like, uh, is there some preliminary work that can say, this is the scale of it? Yeah, I mean, this is the way we operate. But we always spend a day or two with, with a client workshopping the issues and potential solutions and we, we identify you know, half a dozen to a dozen initiatives or you know in that in that first phase just to just to alleviate any concerns that they might have because one of the fundamental uh, parts of our process is that we we have to be confident that there's at least 100 days of cash runway that's one of our fundamental um, uh, you know uh, Parts of our of our model, mm. so so and we can work that out in the first couple of days. So no, they they we always give them and and, and this is talking to turnaround generally. They can they, they'll be comfortable that there is a whole bunch of issues that they hadn't thought of because they just don't work in this space uh, that that can uh, uh, dramatically improve their cash flow. And so that cost of the of the turnaround consultant just just becomes a non-event. Right. And uh, number seven, eight, nine, and 10 are all to do with fear. Uh, so let's, let's bandy together two of these. Seven and eight, fear of the truth. And that sort of implies that, well, in the back of your mind, you know something's happening. You just don't want someone to tell you it. Uh, and the other one is, is a fear of change. So uh, once you realize what the truth is, you, you know, you're going to have to make change and you're not feeling very comfortable with that. So it's a bit of fear and comfort factor, isn't it, really? It is. And th- these are fundamental issues with people in general you know mm. a lot of people fear change because even though you know there's a burning platform and, and you're running out of cash they have to change but they don't know how to or, or or they're afraid of what that looks like on the other side even though you can see that if you don't do anything this business will collapse so the fear of truth you know again that comes back it's tied in a little bit to the to the uh, the pride and ego thing that, that admitting that you know yeah um, that they have made some mistakes or, or they have to make some big changes. Yeah, and, and it's like, like the doctor analogy again, isn't it really? This fear of the truth. You don't go and see the doctor because you're worried what he might say. It is, it is. So that sort of thing. Okay, so the next one is uh, fear of losing control. So uh, I don't want to uh, engage you because I'm worried that you're going to stick someone else in charge. Yeah, and look, some of the textbooks out there on turnaround uh, don't uh, 
I guess Deuce 75 is in this regard because in a lot of the, the turnaround textbooks, you know, it says, you know, step number one, change CEO. Well, in, in reality, <laughs> that happens maybe in 10% of the situations. Right. So, you know, a lot of CEOs or, or the owners of the business will, will be concerned that, you know, that they'll be out of a job, particularly if you're in a, in a listed company or a large corporate uh, where, where where they are in a in a role uh, that, uh, that, and they're concerned about their tenure. Okay, and finally, number 10 is fear of market reactions. So I guess, that, I mean, if a big company, that could be uh, the stock market, but uh, just as much, I mean, it could be your customers as well, couldn't it? Yeah, and because, because and this ties back into the lack of awareness of turnaround issue, that, that there are a thousand different definitions out there as to what turnaround consulting is and, and what it's not. And so there's... there's uh, uh, Perception out there that you know, turnaround consulting is very, very closely tied to insolvency or you know, receivership VA, which is not. Um, so what they're concerned about is that if the market finds out that they've got a turnaround consultant working with them, um, they're concerned that those those stakeholders will overreact, and, and that's a concern they have. Uh, it's it's unfounded, but and it is it is changing. I, I suspect that issue will drop off the list uh, in the next two or three years because the the awareness of the industry is is, is growing quite dramatically in Australia. Well, there we are. We'll cover them all. The 10 barriers to early intervention. Why directors aren't seeking help earlier on. Uh, appreciate that. We'll catch you again very soon, Michael. Hey, look, and while you're at it, go and see the doctor as well. Go and, <laughs> go and get the checkup. <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon. Cheers, Phil. That's it. That is the Vantage Performance Podcast. Uh, we'll catch you again soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.